Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Monday. I hope your weekend treated you well. It is that time again. It is monthly recap time. So today I am sharing a monthly recap episode with you. It's just a behind-the-scenes look at what's happened this month, how I'm feeling, what I'm hoping things will look like moving forward. But first, today's Rosebud and Thorn. My rose today is I'm working from a coffee shop this morning and I told my husband the other day that I just love having a dedicated desk at my co-working space because it's so nice to work from there. I know where everything is and I always know I have something that like everything that I need is there and I can always focus there. Like there's no distractions and I can really just go in there and get the work done. However, It's not as intense as when I had a private office and I felt obligated to go to the same place every single day. Like that did not work for me. So I love the variety and change and being able to feel guilt-free working from wherever I want, whenever I want, which today was coffee shop vibes. Now my thorn is that I put on a new perfume this morning and it's just a lot. (laughs) I don't think I like it. It's a little intense. It's distracting me. Not a fan. My bud is that I'm looking forward to editing my vlog for this week. I've been wanting to edit it for days, and I forced myself to not do it over the weekend, but this afternoon, I should be able to take care of it. I don't know. Like, it's something I'm kind of looking forward to, but also something I wanted to get out of the way, and so I was having a really hard time not doing it right then and there all weekend long, even though I was trying to give myself two full days off in a row. Okay, let's dive in on reflecting on April and planning out May. So if you're new here, I typically structure my recaps by going through the dimensions of wellness. The first dimension today is spiritual. So here's what went well. Now, I would say that I'm feeling open to spirituality again for the first time in a while. Like I'm feeling interested in something bigger than myself. Um... Yeah, and just kind of having, not having to be solely self-reliant, but relying on a higher power, that is of interest to me right now. Now, what didn't work for me spiritually is that I just didn't really do any of my usual practices. Maybe I meditated a few times, but not on a regular basis. But other than that, I pretty much just ignored this part of myself kind of all month long, like I just out of sight, out of mind. Now, in May, I think it would be nice to take time to look at my values, what I've said my values are in the past, and really laying out what they are for me in this moment. I also want to explore how that is impacted by spiritual practice. Um, So do I have practices that help me to live out my values? So if my values are racial equality, what am I doing in my day-to-day life to move that marker forward? Um... Yeah, so what are the practices I can put behind the values that I hold? Next is social. 
So things that are working for me socially, I had lunch with a new friend last week and then I flew to Chicago and spent a week with two of my best friends. So I'm really socially satisfied this month. Honestly, that's plenty for me. And I, not working, I don't know that there's anything I feel like isn't working other than I do have a list of people who I want to spend time with that I'm struggling to really ask to make the time with them. So that's on the plate. Although I did ask one of those people today for lunch and we're going to make that happen so soon. But coming up, I think I want to set up two coffee or lunch dates this month with people from my list. So I've already started the conversation around one of those people and then I'll ask someone else later in the month. So the next area is environmental, things that are working for me. I mentioned last month that I got a patio chair and honestly that continues to be one of the best things in my environment. It is giving me so much life. I work out there a significant amount right now and if I'm not in my house or at my office, like I'm probably there. Like that is my happiest place. The rose that I mentioned earlier is another element of my environment that's going well, just feeling like I love my office area. I love having the patio chair to work from, but I also love having this flexibility to go between places and not feel like I have to be in my office five days a week in order to make it worth it. I definitely feel like it's a place that I can go to if I need it, but I don't have to make it this rule for myself, which is how I felt when the office was only mine. I really felt like, oh, I better make this worth it. You know, I don't feel that way now. I also just did a full makeover on my car. I'd been growing pretty bored and resentful of it, quite frankly, which just isn't how I want to feel. I want to be grateful for my car. So I figured instead of being frustrated or instead of buying an entirely new car when this one is almost paid off, I would just make a few upgrades. So I went from the front to the back and I fixed each of the problems that I'd been facing. I got seat covers, I got a new phone holder, I got air fresheners and organizers and a little trash can that all just bring me so much joy. And I feel so pleased every time I get into my car now, which was one of the things not working for my environment last month. So I'm glad that I tackled that. I feel really proud of it. Now, things not working for me this month, um, you know, I also mentioned last month that I was wanting to be more fluid around chores. I wouldn't say that I've perfected that yet. I have started spreading them out throughout the week, but I do still find myself burned out on the weekends from doing things around the house. So I'll talk more about this in a moment, but I've started unplugging my phone on Sundays and that has made the chores feel less intense and much more fluid. So when I'm bored and I'm looking for something to do, I can just kind of flow from thing to thing without feeling as though I have a list I have to tackle. Now, it still does wear me out physically, but the sensation of doing the tasks is different. Like I feel like I'm doing the task with joy. In May, I'm going to try to not look for problems to solve in my environment and instead focus on appreciating what I have because my environment is so lovely. I just wanna enjoy it. Now, emotional is our next area. Things that are working emotionally is couples therapy. We went down to one session a month and have replaced those sessions with non-negotiable dates so that we just make time to have fun together. We're planning out our weeks together again, which is always so helpful, especially on the weeks that we have the kiddo, just to organize 
who's cooking dinner when, how are we going to, you know, who's picking the kiddo up, who's taking the kiddo to school, when are we making time for ourselves, when are we making time together, big game changer for us. I am also doing the Unplugged Sundays, which I talked about earlier, and they are giving me life. It feels like having five days in one, (laughs) like my anxiety goes down, I feel more joy, I'm more present with my life in general. It's just mm, so good, chef's kiss. Things that are not working, I started a new anxiety medicine and it's just not doing it for me. I am so tired and dizzy, mostly when I take the medicine, but also kind of throughout the day. Like I just can't keep going like this. It's, I'll talk more about it in a little bit even, but not going well. So in May, I want to continue the things that are working. I want to talk to my doctor about a new anxiety medicine, trying something else. Now, intellectually, things that worked this month, I mentioned that I was going to change my routine last month in order to get more nonfiction reading in place. And I am happy to say that I am loving the reading routine I've got going on. I'm alternating nonfiction with fiction books, and I'm going from something like Anne of Green Gables to The Body Keeps the Score is really a fun change of pace for me and is keeping me very engaged. Things that are not working, I have some weird expectation of myself that's completely made up that I need to finish every book in a week. That's ridiculous. When I'm reading something like The Body Keeps the Score, which is essentially an intensely emotional textbook that is making me face some of the worst traumas imaginable. So it's not really something I need to power through, you know? Like, I can take my time on this one, but I've been still carrying the pressure to finish it at a a rapid speed. I also said that I was going to take a workshop this month and I didn't, but I still feel like I want to. In May, I want to keep up the pace of reading with purpose. Um, I do like the energy of having a reading time goal in mind. I've even gone as far as reading a book a day in the past. However, like I mentioned before, that energy isn't always right for certain books and certain seasons. And I want to be more intuitive and allowing, like not making it a goal that I can win or lose at if I don't finish it in a certain amount of time, but instead just kind of holding that a little bit of a pacing pressure for the fun of it that I can release if I ever want to. I also do still want to take a workshop this month. The next area of wellness is physical. Things that are working, I started with a new doctor this month. If you don't know, in 2019, I got really sick with a mysterious illness that took me out for about three weeks. It wasn't the flu, but it was kind of the flu. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't really walk up the stairs. Like my husband had to come pick me up around front just to get into the car because I couldn't breathe. That mysterious illness turned into pneumonia, which it got in, you know, impacted my lungs and my lungs have never quite healed. So I spent all of 2020 going in and out of doctor's offices. I spent an entire year just going, getting CT scan after CT scan after CT scan, finally got a bronchoscopy at the December, 2020. They went into my lungs and All they told me was, well, we know you don't have cancer (laughs) and that's all we've got for you. We would like for you to come in and do another scan in three months. And I was done. Like, needless to say, like I am jaded with doctors. I do not want to go into a doctor's office anymore. I am tapped out. But my husband, I took a year off 
And my husband was like, I really want you to take care of this, take care of yourself in this way. Try again. So I started with a new general practitioner and honestly, it was great. We have one session so far and it's been great. And I got a breathing test that I should get the results of this month. So that's exciting. And I also got my full blood work done and everything looks amazing, which is also exciting. So in general, I'm very healthy and that feels so nice. I just got to get this lung stuff figured out. Things that are not working. You know, we talked about it earlier. My anxiety medicine has me feeling really woozy and worn down. So it's made things feel hard. Like everything feels twice as hard as it felt before, which means I've really struggled with working out as I try to deal with that. But also having bad lungs was already making it hard. But I'm going to really make it a priority with my doctor because it's something that's super important to me, not only for my physical health, but for my mental health. I love working out. I love moving my body. A lot of my favorite things involve being able to breathe, <laughs> like tennis and yoga and all these things, which yoga I can do pretty fine. Um, but I used to go trail running and I just, things that I can't do now, I really miss doing. But I did, I did in April start scheduling workouts with my husband and not to do together, but we just kind of, when we talked about our schedule for the month, I included when I wanted to work out in that conversation. And I did that three times a week for the first two weeks of April. Um, but then I started my anxiety medicine, which kind of took me out. So, um, yay and wah wah. So in May, I've been talking to my therapist a lot just about how I struggle to advocate for myself at doctor's appointments. It's not that I feel shy or anything, but I feel like I should just know how to handle all of this on my own. And so I talk to my doctor about it, but then I think I can just go home and figure it out myself. The trouble is that at the same time, I have people like my mom texting me. I talk to my husband about it and he has opinions. I have the internet telling me things and I don't really think of my health as something that's just for me and my doctor to explore together. So she encouraged me to really focus in on that relationship and let them be the one that I go to for medical advice and like forming a bond there kind of. And additionally, she reminded me that these are my lungs and I am technically the customer, so I should feel confident advocating for what I need and getting more information from the source. So wish me luck on that one. Occupational. Things that are working for me in my career. I am embracing this season that I'm in as a, as a season to prepare and maintain as I get kind of gearing up for the book launch. And it's been lovely. Charted out my book launch with my friend Tyler while I was in Chicago. But also I have, you know, my PR person who is doing a lot of that work for me. And I'm so grateful for her. And yeah, we're just kind of getting prepared, getting things sorted out, getting the website redone, figuring out my email addresses, <laughs> getting my content strategy built out. And yeah, it's just kind of preparation season. For the first time in a long time too, I feel really reinvigorated to build a strategy behind my content where things are cross-promoted and also have like a direct point to them because sometimes I just make what feels like I want to make in a given day or a given week and not really thinking about making that marketable. I, you know, that's less fun, but I do feel excited about that right now. So 
that's exciting. And y'all, I did finally launch the new merch. Bless. That took me some time, but it is officially live. It's on the Instagram account now. So I just have a shop on Instagram. You can go click shop and it's all right there. Things that did not work this month. My vanity emails are still not working, which is driving me bananas. I have been back and forth with customer service. I have done everything that I can do. So what I've decided to do is just move hosting platforms to make it easier. Um, so that's going to be a process, but I am hopeful that it will solve the problem. Also, in my coffee with my new friend, she reminded me that my plan to rest ahead of my busy season will not, in fact, eliminate my need for rest in the busy season. And I talked to my husband about that, and he said that my form of rest, quote unquote, is really just finding other things to do besides work. And I was convicted. Like, I'm going to spend, I'm, I am not, that's not going to happen this time. So I'm going to spend this month building a relationship to my body where it feels heard and supported and validated in how it feels. If it's tired, I don't tell it to suck it up. If it has to go to the bathroom, I don't say, we'll use that as a reward to get these next 10 tasks done. Like I listen to it. I lay down. If I want to, I cry. I let her cry if she wants to. Like we're just listening to my body right now. That is, that's the main goal. Also with work coming up in May, TikTok. So <laughs> last month I mentioned the prospect of doing a 10 post a day challenge. I am so glad that I breathed through that idea and didn't do it because wholly exhausting, right? Like that would have been the thing I did instead of rest. So instead, I'm going to focus primarily on reels, doing some form of series on Instagram reels every month, and then posting that to TikTok as well. That's going to make it so much easier for myself going to try a new platform called Metricool to help me post to multiple platforms so that hopefully I can just make all of this content work for itself. So at the end of the day, what did I learn in April? The biggest takeaway that I have from the month of April is that we are not meant to live our lives online. And even if we aren't consciously consuming content or even sharing a ton of content, even having the option of looking at my phone can put me in the mindset of being someone who lives their life for the internet instead of for herself. So having even one day to turn off this part of my brain is such a life-giving activity because it gives me a chance to remember that I am much more than my job. I'm someone who loves to read and hear the birds. I'm someone who likes the way paint looks on her hands. I'm someone who has a lot of new ideas and enthusiasm for my work when I'm given a chance to miss it. For most of history, we were given the permission to disappear every day. No one could find us most of the time. Having one day each week where no one can contact me and I don't exist for the experience of others is minimal in comparison to how humans have lived for generations. So I'm embracing it. All right, friends, that's my update for you, my reflection on the month of April. As a reminder, if you enjoy this behind the scenes type of content, I do have a YouTube channel where I post a vlog every single week. Last week I shared the in-depth story of giving my car a makeover, and this week I'm sharing a travel day in my life as we head to Philadelphia. As always, it is an absolute joy to create this content for you, and I will see you tomorrow for the next one. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.